people were like the movement that you had before yeah, was yeah, intentional. Yeah. The speed, the stamina, that's exactly how Nikita wanted it. Yeah, the and realism crowd Nikita, were dying on that hill until Nikita went, that's not how I want it. <laughs> until I until I spoke to Nikita, he saw what I saw and yeah. went, something's wrong yeah 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 So yeah. all of those clowns who were like this is exactly the hardcore experience yeah they were wrong that's nail in the head what's up everybody welcome to the podcast the show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life like music content creation and video games i'm one of your co-hosts jessica zam and i'm veritas and tarkov sucks again no already already yes Pack it up, ship it, boys. Pack it up. We have one good week. I was totally wrong. It's dead. Uh, we had one yeah. good week. Oh, no. Dude, Tell me what's happening. The last three days, the game's been unplayable for me. Really? Like, like today, the first raid of the day, my, like, immersion raid, I'm all decked out, you know, got, got good stuff. <laughs> I got the P90, all yep. the magazines, all the ammos that, that cost a million fucking dollars. I yep. used my last... My last usage of the marked key in customs, okay. there was an ammo case, um, a foul, um, killed a few scavs, uh, you know, was like, I spawned right over by like the campfire exfil. Okay. Where you just like run oh, up the yeah, road. Oh, yeah, yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so then I went all the way over towards, you know, on boiler side of customs, mm -hmm. there's... It was like one of the first parts of the expansion that's like a little camp kind of back there on the oh, wall. Oh, yeah. I got to uh, there literally like 60 seconds from X filling. And all of a sudden I see a guy along the wall. I go to ADS. I go. Uh, and the game becomes a JPEG. Yeah. Brr, and I'm dead. It froze for five seconds. Yeah. So I'm already like great good fucking start to the day yeah the next raid i go into reserve after you know having a decked out ak and all this other stuff spending all my fucking money once again yeah. get down into the reserve basement and i'm like oh there's raiders finally there's raiders down there and there's no players i'm like yes start shooting at one of the raiders then i see a player up those little zigzaggy stairs yep, yep. and i'm like boom 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 fades to black beep, beep. network disconnected or whatever the fuck and then it takes me back to the menu like character, yeah, and I'm just dead in my stash. Yep. Like that was enough for me today because yesterday for like yeah. ten hours straight it was either cheaters, um, or mega. <laughs> like the first three raids I had were like I killed a dude, killed another dude, was about to kill the third one. And the guy pops out from a doorway looking in the complete wrong direction. Yeah. And then, you know, kill. It's like, I can't play, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've been, we've been talking about that a lot on stream about like, um, because now you've get, you get a few people and not that I see a lot of these people, but it brings up an interesting point. You, you get a few people where it's like, if I died to no audio or like the invisible player bug, which we'll talk about in a second. And then I'm like molding about it. You know what I mean? And then you get the sentiment of like, Oh, well, you know, yesterday everybody said Tarkov was fixed and now everyone's complaining again. And that, like, not that there were many people that do that, but that sent me down a rabbit hole of, like, Tarkov's in a really hard spot. Now, a self-inflicted wound, right? I'm not saying, like, come on, guys, they're in a hard spot. But 
this was one of this past week was one of the biggest W's in like escape from Tarkov's history, like all the changes. But it's hard to sit in that W when, you know, I've been calling them just the big three, like cheaters, audio and networking are the, the, the biggest, like if we could snap our fingers, those are the most important things. Those are like the biggest issues with the game. When there hasn't been progress on those, it's hard to to sit in the W because like you could be like, you know, the recoil feels great or the, or the movement feels good. But when like you're literally only hearing something out of your left ear and the guys on your right or yeah. when you die to an invisible player or when you die to a proper actual cheater or when you die behind a wall to some, it's hard to stay positive. And so they're in a really hard spot where it's like everybody loves the changes and a lot of the stuff is good. But that's that's not going to like turn the whole thing around, right? Like it's going to make basically what that did is it made the playable raids playable again. But if it, there's only four playable raids out of ten, you, you can only be happy for so long because you're still yeah. at a greater than 50 percent chance of having some bullcrap happen to you. And so it's hard because like I'm sure they want to keep that positive vibes going. The audio patch they did the other day i don't know what you you've probably done more testing i i couldn't tell a difference it still sucks wiener at, all over the place i don't even need to do testing i instantly yeah. could just be like nope doesn't do anything doesn't do anything and and um the invisible player thing went from like i saw a clip of on twitter once or twice so far in the wipe to something happened in this past week where it's like the Playing in a duo, you get the benefit of figuring out if you have that bug before there's an enemy, right? And it's been like multiple times a day, multiple times a session the past few days where one... I, I did one yeah. one duo. It was actually a viewer kit. And he wasn't oh, there. <laughs> I'm sitting there with yeah. a hatchet in factory. like, But we both disconnected. We both rejoined and we were both there. But some people have said that, the, that it's only for your teammate and that so it's like, well, then why would you die to, I think it's, I don't know. It's no, I mean, I it's definitely for other people, but yeah. Uh, oh no. Okay. Uh, it's definitely other people. This, this, this was crazy, by the way, I was playing with Desmond and you know how, I don't know if you've played enough with like duos to have this happen, but if, if you're like, if you're both, if like Desmond's trying to run into a room, right. As I try and run out, you know how it gets super awkward. And sometimes the camera like separates from your hands and you can like see your own hands and then it snaps I've back seen that, like once ever. I pushed Desmond into another dimension. I separated him from his body. We, I went through him and then I ran past him and he was like, Whoa. And I was like, what? He was like, look at my camera. And I look over his stream and it's, it's like he was listening to music headbanging. Every time he walked, his camera was going crazy. And I was like, Desmond, could you see like the backside of his eyeballs? Like, no, but I was like, Desmond, you're still up here on my client. After that moment, we were 10 minutes into a raid. He was stationary upstairs with me, but I look over in his stream and his camera's freaking out and he's underground. And I was like, whoa. So I like separate him. from. So he was like, let me restart. So he alt force, he reconnects to the raid and he snaps back to his body. I was like, okay, cool. And then he, you're invisible. Then he runs out and I go, Desmond, there's a guy right there. Desmond, there's a guy right there. Desmond, there's a guy right there. And after it was a normal raid, he was helping with Shooterborn in heaven. I shove him out of his own body. He alt force reconnects. And now everyone's invisible to him. And he dies to the invisible guy before that I saw before I could ki ki kill the guy. So like, I know it's not just your teammates. It's other people too. Yeah, and there's and no I, shot. I died, I died yeah. to one. 
I died to one invisible player. Yeah. In the last like 40 hours of gameplay. And I don't um, even know that I've died to any because I guess that's the benefit of the duo or the squad is like if when you all spawn in, if somebody can't see someone, then everyone can alt F4 and fix it before or whatever. But it's to have that go from like something that happened every once in a while to like it hap it's happening really, really bad, really egregiously. That is making it really hard to like. So I guess we can talk about all this stuff, but I, I see what you mean and I get what you're saying. And it's like and it's the, it's the big three. It's the networking and performance, which reaches into desync, stutters, rubber banding and potentially the invisibility bug. I don't know if that's like a network related thing. And then the sound is just really bad. And then those things being so bad make it virtually impossible to tell how bad the cheater situation is. You know what I mean? So it's it's not ungratefulness to be frustrated at those things. We're grateful that BSG made the changes and we're grateful that they're like listening, but it's still a borderline unplayable game with these issues. You know what I mean? It, it hurts extra bad. Yeah. If anything, like, yeah. I had, I had this like three, four day period where it was like, holy shit, Tarkov's back. And I think that <laughs> I, what I wonder is if there was a massive influx of players coming back yeah. because of that, then RMT starts, you know, people yep. are like, oh, I'm late to the wipe. Let me go get RMT. Yep. Then it turns the cheaters Could way be. up. And then, you know, I, I don't know. And then this whole, the, the whole invisibility thing. So uh, there's a lot of it that's just like accidental. For sure. Um, but then, but then there were w ways in which you could actually yeah. do it on purpose and people were exploiting that. Which I never um, even looked into that. I don't know how people did that, which is fine. You know what I mean? But like I, I only, heard that that was a thing. Yeah. I, I get that doesn't really matter. Um, I, I was in a group where someone was basically saying like, Hey, here are the steps to reproduce the thing. Mm. Um, didn't actually like click on the it yeah. was like a document. I like, didn't click on it. Cause I don't give a fuck. Um, yeah. But, and I'm glad that some people found that information out so that they could like give directly. Like I know nice guy was like, he was like, I sent it directly to get it, but I was like, I don't have that access. And so I don't even want to know, you know what I mean? Like, um, but yeah, so, uh, so it's, it's, it's rough, man. It's, uh, you know, if anything, we got, um, if anything, we got at least the hope and the glimpse of like, this game we love is still under there. <laughs> you know, it's it's still in there. Um, yeah, dude. I uh, yesterday I also ran into a guy. Um, this is I was actually like not super thrilled about this whole thing. I was I was it put me in like a shitty mood. Mm. Um, I was after you know like solid twenty hours of just getting absolutely wrecked. Yeah. Um, was in a customs raid. Came out from Fortress. And I look over towards like all the scaffolding, old busted up construction area, and I see a dude go like super fast, yep. turn and go, bub, 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 and I died to seven chest shots. Yeah. And I was wearing like five, level five or six armor, seven yeah. chest shots, PS ammo, uh, 76239 just beamed me and was like, okay, that's suspicious. It was an EOD account, level 40. Yeah. So I sent him a message because. I I can there's a subtle difference in the way when people are zooming between when they're like catching up yeah, with like to rubber the server, band catching yeah. up or whether they're like speed hacking. 
and this guy actually just he just looked speed hacky yeah. um so i sent him a friend request and i was like yo dog you uh you cheating you know like what's uh and he was just a major dickhead and i was like there's a chance he's he's a streamer right like yeah. that's the ultimate thing and it's like there's a chance the person so i'm like you stream you have any videos you got any recordings because there's a chance it, he's legit yeah and i would love to see his side yeah and he sends me a link to another streamer who um wasn't i don't even want to give names because i don't want anybody to possibly yeah. like Wait, so he sent you a link not to his Twitch, but to a different streamer's Twitch. To a different Twitch. So I okay. opened up that Twitch, and I'm like, is this the guy? And it was like an older dude, maybe in his 60s, big beard. Like, he could have been a veteran yeah, from, like, yeah. Korean War or something. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, I have no idea. Um, Actually, it probably would have been Vietnam, if anything. <laughs> but based on the age. Yeah. But that's, uh, you know, com completely beside the point. And I'm like... I don't think this is him because the guy seemed like competent, but like not like yeah. he would be giga chatting around yeah. with massive backpack and like spraying people down. <laughs> you know, yeah. didn't look like the type. Um, and then all of a sudden some people went into his clips and saw a bunch of clips of the same guy that killed me killing him. Okay. In a bunch of different raids, he was getting killed by the same guy. This guy was basically stream snipe harassing this poor old guy who was like a super seemed like a super nice dude. Um, and at one point he's like following around, voiping him saying like, like, fuck you, old man. Fuck you, old man. What? Come over here. Old. Yeah. So, so I, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going full Rangar. Like, let's get, I'm getting this motherfucker yeah. band. Like get this dickhead out of here. The fact that he's like going around harassing people over and over again. Um, I was like, dog, you, you want to come harass someone? Harass me, harass me all fucking day long, dude. Like, Anybody but like hell? this poor guy. That is legitimately like unhinged. Like to yeah. and, and to 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 do that, you have to be the scum of the earth. And to yep. like send that person's Twitch link to somebody else. Yeah. To like what what brag about it? You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. that is some like actual manka. He was a complete and utter clown, so uh so yeah, basically, uh, I, I don't what know. We'll see. We'll see if uh, actually, you know what? I, I kind of want to pull up Tarkov again and see because he was playing yesterday, and after that he got to forty-one, and then he changed his name because uh, I was like, I was like, yeah, let's let's see if you get to uh, forty-five, son. Let's see if this account makes it that long. I even asked, I'm like, let me get your Discord because if when you get banned, I'm not going to be able to say I told you so on Tarkov. And he's like, I'm not giving you the fucking, you know, he's, he was just such a clown, this guy. Um, but yeah, I was real mad, dude. Like, I can't stand that shit. Oh, people har harassing people. And, um, so anyway, the, uh, I've just had not had a great time. So right after that raid, actually me and, um, me and clean and nice guy and, um, Dottie hack and a few other people, we ended up playing battle bit. I'm so sad. I missed that. Yeah, dude, it was fucking awesome, dude. It was awesome. I've been trying to get into that game. I I remember I mentioned this to you like months ago uh, that I was like, I, they it's like they know when I hang out with my family and do their tests. Their tests are always Wednesday night or Saturday morning, and those are like the only two times of the week I can't stream. <laughs> I've been trying to get in to a test for so long. I'm so excited to try that this, game out. I think, Did you have fun? Saturday is the next one. Yeah, it's Saturday morning always. Do you think? Uh, oh yeah, you're no, not I gonna be able to make this we're one. We're going to the we're going to a big train show for the for the little one. Uh, Every dude, it's 
it's but that's okay. I heard I was talking to Nice Guy a little bit, and they're they're like a you know a few months away from potentially just like putting the servers live. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was awesome, um, dude. First of all, the the movement and the gunplay felt unbelievable. Like it's easy. I mean, it's it, you, you have to do the obligatory. It's it looks like Minecraft. Battlefield with Minecraft or Roblox graphics, but it's not like. They're not kitty graphics. It's just like low texture yeah. polygon. And you know, kind who of stuff. cares? It feels good to have a game prioritize movement and gunplay first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Bruh, like, yeah. it's like it's been two decades since a video game, a shooter game came out that we were like day one. This feels good. You know what I mean? And like, if, if and if anything, like it kind of adds to it a little bit. Like I was in a helicopter, dude, flying a helicopter. Clean is like, you know, he was doing the whole fucking. Uh, all right, boys, we got the, uh, we, we're fast roping down over the seat. You know, like, yep. it, 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 with the in-game VoIP, um, and I'm in there, and some dude's blasting, like, highway to the thing. <laughs> just going over, just like, and then there's a guy in the minigun, like, just, like, laying in the tanks. Dude, it That's was so fucking rad. so sick. And I look to my left, and I see the Minecraft-ass-looking face, and the guy's got gold teeth, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> with a big red goatee beard. And I'm like, oh, That's hell so yeah. That's so sick. Dude, and the the leaning, the optics, it's fucking phenomenal. Oh. The, the I was sniping like and six hundred meter shots. Oh. With the, the, dude, it was like thunk, knocking helmets off. Like it was. And so the like netcode feels good. really good, is what I've been told. It's just like oh, pristine. I didn't. The netcode was exactly like what you'd want, which is I never once thought about the netcode. Yeah, yeah. It never yeah. occurred to me. It just worked. Oh. Right there was. It just worked. Um, and the recoil felt like exactly what tarkov recoil should feel like like it was like you know yeah, you don't yeah. control it but it was controllable um but dude the optics and the movement like there's a million little windows and stuff like that and i every time i would run towards something and i'd be like man i wish i could and i would like vault uh, like mantle through a little crack and i was like oh it just worked dude every time you come to a railing sick, oh, it was so satisfying and it was like 150 v 150 uh. like <laughs> please yeah, it was massive it was it was sick it was sick so i'm looking forward to playing that a lot more and I'm um excited. it was a i needed to, that was like a balm to my yeah to the tarkov pain mental because yeah dude um tarkov has just <laughs> been it's been terrible and one of the things i wanted to talk about on that note because it's even worse now um is some issues that i've been having just with the economy of the game and the fucking play cycle like yeah and this is something that we've talked kind of about before but i've just been doing more more thinking on and it comes to the making money quote-unquote making money and how it can be simultaneously easy yeah but also have it not be like that's not like the point yeah um so I, I literally have like a, a quick little 900 paragraph rundown thing I want to walk through. So <laughs> just to give an idea of like where we've come. So back in the day, there was no flea market. There was no hideout. Yeah. There were no quests that were like, give us a, you know, a million rubles. Um, you, you got your rubles from selling whatever to the traders yep and from <laughs> i mean that was basically yeah, it like you find cash quests, and raid yeah. but but for the most part it's quest rewards and selling shit to traders um 
there was no reason to have like more than two or three hundred thousand rubles that would buy you whatever you needed yeah the rich people were the ones that had cases full of armor and guns <laughs> yeah stuff you would use <clears throat> yep you would and this was before ammo cases before grenade cases um you would literally just get items grab, cases grab the gun from the case grab your fort armor and your fast mt from the case and all you would need to do is grab mags buy ammo meds and you're good to go yeah and you were just in and out like it, the amount of time so there was a few things that come from that right the amount of time you spend in raid yeah is increased because you're spending way less time outside of raid yeah <laughs> um you don't have to like make like 900 clicks to figure out who am i selling this to what do i have to craft this is you know like all this other shit um but then like over time they make more quests they make the quests more difficult because people are you know yeah getting it in 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 reaction to the streamers max yeah. everything out get bored and then bitch about that there's no end game yeah they go ahead and they add more quests or they make the quests more grindy yeah. so all the while the normal player is just having a worse experience. Yeah. People complain because so many of the quests are basically impossible because they can't keep up with the giga chads with the giga gear with infinite money. So then they go ahead and they, you know, add the, the, um, hideout and they add crafts for all the quest items. So now you don't actually have to go get any of the things yeah. you can just, either buy the components on the flea market or find them and you just craft your way through the quests. Yeah. So you're clicking your way through the quests. One of the biggest issues that we, I used to have, especially when the flea market first came out, was that like gunsmith, you just buy your way through gunsmith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, 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 so it, all it is is like you'd spend 300,000 rubles to make 320,000 rubles and get some rep. Like it was yeah. just clicking for nothing. Well, now like so many of the quests are actually like that because of the crafts that you can, um, that you do. So, uh, then because of that, the components for those crafts then become the sought after and most expensive things. Yeah. Whatever the, the current wave of, yes. Oh, everybody's quests. past the pocket watch. Everybody's working on these yeah. things. Everybody needs Ford armors. Oh, everybody needs our sasses. There's like a wave of, yeah. of like, you know, popularity of these things. Um, and then over this the last few years, they go ahead and they add a bunch of different types of AI with really good gear, guarding good loot on maps, lighthouse, yeah. labs, reserve. Um, the poorly designed <laughs> AI and the gear that they have and the loot that they're guarding just becomes farmable, right? It's just too good yeah. for people to farm them. So then this leads to massive inflation in gear and the amount of money people have because now yeah. on day x of the wipe everybody's got level six armor and bp ammo yeah. and blah 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 right now bsg doesn't like that so in order to balance that they don't actually fix the ai or fix any of the things or balance anything properly they just turn their reaction time up to 11 um and make the main bots and then they be they're basically impossible <laughs> for normal normal players yeah, the min maxi giga chad, you know, got to do everything the best way and the fastest way. Exploit the poor AI by like leaning through yeah. fucking door jam cracks, and the average player suffers. Yep. Um. Now, along with buffing the AI to make them OP, 
they then nerf the gear that the AI has and the gear that the AI is guarding. Yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So the loot. Like, now you yeah. go to red key card room and there's <laughs> nothing there. You go to, you know, yeah. um, Lighthouse and there's, like, nothing there half the time. Yeah. And even the, the, those guys are rocking 855 ammo. They've got dog shit guns. I mean, yeah. like, okay guns, but, like, not, yeah. you know, the greatest. But they're always kind of jacked up with shitty ammo. Sometimes yeah. not even wearing armor. Yeah. So basically, only the Chads, you know, the min-maxi guys, they go through, they take everything, because yeah. now there's only one person amount of gear yeah. in all of the fucking, like, uh, rogue yep. camp. Then, as the game blows up in popularity, RMT surges, yep. which subsidizes the never-ending cheating economy. Yep. And then to try and reduce the RMT, yep. they make a bunch of changes. You can't drop shit for friends. We're going to turn up the flea market fees to the point where, yep. like, you can't actually sell the key cards and all the other shit that you get that's good. Um, yeah. You can't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You see the cycle. Like, you know what I mean? You just listed, yeah, yeah. like, four different things, and you can see the cycle. So a million things have all contributed to basically pushing the game the viable <laughs> gameplay yeah. to the edges to the yes. boundaries yes. you either need to squat up and min max and cheese and you know exploit or whatever you have to do to basically make it so that like pvp can be viable which either involves going in with a bunch of people mm -hmm. um or cheesing ai or whatever mm -hmm. It's the fastest, most amount of, you know, combat, blah, blah, blah. That's one side, which is the shift W giga chat stuff that like Nikita doesn't like, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah, stereo. Yeah. And then on the other side, it's the other people can't compete. So they Sit fucking goblin, goblin in a bush until nobody's around and fill yeah. their backpack up with bolts and other components that are worth money. Yeah. And everybody, this is my contention. I don't have statistics on this. Yeah. But my contention is that like 70% of the community is in the middle and they play more like me yeah which is which is like they play solo maybe the duo every now and then if their friends are also like home from work and their wives mm -hmm. haven't you know and they go into raids and they go through and they do <laughs> the quests and when they have some money they upgrade their hideout and they engage in pvp whenever they can when it comes across their fight they don't yeah. run you know that and that has become the least viable yes the least fulfilling yeah. economically yeah because there's a million taxes <sighs> that's on, a really on every good, single raid that's a really good point that we've talked before about how the multiple systems in the game push the most viable game plays to the extreme and i think you put that in a really good way but we have what well, we haven't really acknowledged before that as soon as you said it i couldn't have agreed with more is that that I would bet my account that the lion's share of the community don't want to play either of those ways all the time. Sometimes it's fun to shift W when you have a bunch of money and you don't care. And sometimes it's fun to just go goblin mode. Me and Trey used to do that. And we would just like just crawl around labs just for the fun to go goblin yeah. loot mode. But I would say that most of the community, most of the time, doesn't necessarily want to pin themselves to either one of those gameplay styles. So that's a really good point. So that means that... A lot of the people, a lot of the time, feel in the middle, and they feel, and, and it feels like you're fighting the game. 
Yeah. So basically, in a nutshell, to me, it seems like if if you go in and you kill a PMC yeah. or two and you kill two or three scavs yeah. and you take the stuff that makes sense off of them yeah. and then you loot, you know, a little bit here and there. Maybe you have a key that you unlock for a room. And if you were able to survive 50 percent of the time. You should have a positive yeah, income. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um. But right now, it's totally the other, the opposite, right? When you die, you have to pay 17,000 rubles to heal. You need to buy, fill up your water and your energy, mm -hmm. which is probably another 20,000 rubles, not to mention the fact that you probably never ate and drank the things you bought before for the yeah, last yeah. raid in your backpack. Mm -hmm. It's 70,000 for insurance. Yeah. If you do pick up the guns and, and the armor, half the stuff you can't sell on the flea market. Yeah. When you repair it, it's mad expensive. Yeah. You either need to, or you need to buy all these repair kits. The armor repair kits go way faster than the weapon repair kits. Yeah. Um, and they cost half a million fucking rubles. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's just wild that I feel like the normal yeah. way that most people play, and that I think Nikita would want people to play, like yep. go through play kind of smart. It's, it's the least viable way economically. Yeah. And I think, and I think like, uh, if if you know if what the, the changes these past few. Okay, so like the changes that came have all been amazing changes. And the biggest W for me outside of just like the stamina and movement changes has been that the recoil changes have been an ongoing thing. Because what I was worried about originally was here you go, you babies. Here's a flat reduction to recoil and a flat reduction to camera recoil. But that wasn't what they did. They, they've been continually... Uh, uh, updating and adjusting and so that made me think that like okay maybe trey's video your video and the commute and and the response from the community actually showed them a different perspective and and they went oh that's interesting that doesn't necessarily line up with what we want let's make some changes and if that's true i think this is another one of the i'm not saying like veritas make another video i know it's you know i'm sure you've been asked like hey can you make a video about this but but i do think that that's this is another one of those areas where like everything you just said makes so much sense. And I would have bet that elaborated really black and white like that for Nikita, he would be like, no, I want people in the middle. I don't want people in bushes all raid. And I don't want people shift Wing all raid. I want it to feel like the raid series. I want to feel like squads or people moving through. And so, but then you have to ask, okay, well, does the game give us that experience? And it really does. I mean, I, we have been saying this for so long. This isn't like an epiphany we just had. Like, it really doesn't. It really doesn't do that. It doesn't push people towards that that middle ground. It pushes people completely to either end. And it's hard because, like, there's a lot of things at play here. Like, the flea market affected a lot of these things. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the, the being able to sell and just, like, have everything turn into money. But another thing that I feel like, um, another thing that I feel like has an effect is that at least it seems from the outside, man, that, that BSG like thinks, I don't know. It just, it feels like BSG thinks there are more streamers than there are is, is one way to put it. I had somebody in my chat the other day trying to convince me that at least 50% of the Tarkov players were level 40 or above. And I was like, no way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. no way. But it, it it just feels like to me that 
you know, we saw all these dudes with a bajillion rubles and and farming all the things, and then they just like nerfed everything into into the ground, not realizing that that then makes it so only those people that had eighty million rubles now have access to the thing because they farm it more. You know what I mean? So yeah. So I mean, uh, a bunch of the people in chat are. I feel like kind of getting it twisted a little bit, and I, and I want to clarify a few things. So one, it's not about casuals. No, it's about a particular gameplay loop. Yeah, which back in the day, the gameplay loop was: you go in, you raid, you kill, you grab some shit, you exfil. Mm -hmm. It wasn't you start the game up, you look at. You you make sure all your crafts are going and you got fuel in your thing. You see what is trending on the fucking flea market and sell whatever stuff you have. And then do your scav run on Lighthouse so that you can min-max the amount of loot that you can get out while completely avoiding pretty much all actual PvP. Yeah. Just to then get out, sell stuff on the flea market and do some more crafts and then do a PMC raid. Yeah. And when you do that, either play one of two different ways, which are both on the extremes. Yeah. Um, the it's not that it's hard to make money. Yeah. Because it's not hard to make money. Yeah. Yeah. But I think for the majority of players, yeah. It's almost impossible to have fun yeah. and play money without feeling like you're playing a mobile game like where you have to just do your goddamn taxes in between raids. Yeah. And then it, that's all exacerbated by the fact that you get into a raid after you spent, like I spent 45 minutes um, selling stuff just to be able to get two loadouts ready Yeah. the other day. And I had a total of like 19 seconds in two raids. Yeah. So 45 minutes of clicking for less than 30 seconds of raiding. Yeah. And then I was back to zero rubles and I had to get back to selling. Yep. And I think, and I would go out on a limb to say that of the people that type in chat, making money is easy. I have 41 million rubles that I would, I would say there's like a 98% chance that person has 2000 plus hours in the game or hasn't PVP'd in six months. They have 700 yeah. scav runs yeah. and three PMC raids and they're goblins. And the thing is, is if you never go for PvP and you only scav, that's fine. And if and you want to make money, that's fine. If you have 2,000 hours in the game and have a bunch of money, me too. I'm not ragging on people that have thousands of hours in the game that have money. I have money. I have 12 million rubles and I have 6,000 hours in the game. What we're saying is... Is this been, it's been made pretty clear, especially recently, that they want Tarkov to feel like the raid series and to feel like the trailers they make and to feel like the lore that they make. And it's pretty clear that playing that way is never involved in a positive net worth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's what we're saying. It's We're not saying you, you're stupid. You're stupid, stupid, ban you, ban you for having 6,000 hours. Change, I don't want to change anything about any of those people. Exactly. Well, it's not like ban you because you hide in a bush or ban you because you have a lot of experience. But what you're saying when it's like, I have 41 million rubles, it's easy. You know what I mean? Like sit down and play a game of chess against someone with 5,000 hours and have that person say, just beat me, you idiot. 
chess is easy. Yeah. You are not considering what it was like to be new to this game or to only have a few hours a week to play or to have thousands of hours of experience but just not enjoy the Shift W lifestyle. You're thinking, I make money. It's easy. F everybody else. You know what I mean? So just like, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's pretty... It's pretty clear that what I, yeah, I don't know what I, I completely agree at least with, with what you're saying that it's like, it just pushes people to the edge. And if you can't what, like, you know what I mean? Like I am in the category of the guy with thousands of hours and has a bunch of money and metas and shift W's, but, but it, it's just like, well, so here's, here's a big thing. They've, they keep needing to address the fact that they're making, because they make it so easy and risk free yeah to print money infinitely with the flea market and the hideout yeah those mini games that some people like and they love you know th th that time be it there's massive inflation so what bsg needs to do to counter that that one specific way of playing the game yeah is make everything else mega expensive yeah 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 which doesn't affect the other people because they're literally printing money. All they need is the printer and the ink and the money's coming. Yeah. So they've inadvertently just punished normal players. It's not even that they're yeah. afraid to shift W. It's just you, you, they've made it so that you have to spend so much fucking time doing this other stuff yeah. <clears throat> that it's no longer viable. And so here's what I would propose. <laughs> here's what I would propose. And I'm sure that there's, million different things you can do to tweak this or whatever i would get rid of post-raid healing entirely the the features left over it's it's a fucking yeah. tailbone it's a vestige of a of a, a problem that doesn't exist it was introduced to get rid of hatchlings yeah it never did that it never yeah. actually did that um and when you die reset your health to full reset your fucking energy and your water to full they need to reduce the amount that it costs to repair armor and they need to re like make it so that like morphine and Salewa are like 8,000 rubles each mm. rather than 30,000 rubles each. Yeah. And make it so that insurance isn't what it is now because it's 10 times what it used to be. Yeah, dude. And the, yeah, the insurance Cause, cause then thing. you can get Cause you can get into a raid for 200,000 rubles rather than 500,000 rubles. Yeah. And you've now tripled the amount of raids people could do per dollar. Yeah. Yep. It, it all just comes down to like someone in chat saying it, 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 it. They have no respect for our time. Yeah. Either the people who don't want to spend the time, don't enjoy spending the time, or don't have the time to sit and play the mini game of the flea market and the hideout. Um, now another another element too is add my quick sell feature that I proposed two fucking years ago. Yep. Because when you make it so that you can when it to sell to be able to l figure out yeah. where to sell your junk items to either on the flea or to which trader and for how much with my proposed feature it's 3 clicks rather than right now it's like 50 clicks per fucking item yeah. to go back and forth and look on a wiki and all this other stuff. All of those things would just make the experience infinitely more enjoyable for people. And then, like, what what's the downside? Yeah. The rich get richer, and then now all the rest of us aren't poor. Yeah. 
Yeah. And what's the difference between 40 million and 80 million rubles? Literally nothing. Yeah, nothing. Literally nothing. So, so yeah. And and we can talk about those things too. We can talk about how to potentially prevent, because like we've, we've talked about many times, there are ways that the game could be a little bit more intuitive to prevent the ability for those people that play a ton to just infinitely print money while not completely obliterating the people who don't play a lot. I think there's a, a lot of ways we've talked about putting more things found in raid, but as a, as a temporary stop or, or not as temporary, but as a part of that solution, doing some of those things mean that mean that the, the player experience for everybody else that isn't in that category is infinitely better. And it's crazy because <laughs> If you want three clicks, yeah, go not, play CS. That, that, that's the most. That's the that that wins the most brain dead. I'm just gonna read it again. You want three clicks? Go play CS. Maybe, L- literally the most brain dead thing I've read in a Twitch chat in probably six months. He unironically did the whole dude. The more clicks is hardcore. Yeah, like as, as a UX not joke is hardcore. As bro. a not joke. That 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 what that insinuates is that like more clicks to sell an item means Escape from Tarkov is more hardcore. And if you go play CS, if you want, dude, how no many clicks, clicks is too many clicks? I wonder. Does he want to double the clicks? How many clicks does it take to get to the center of his? Tiny brain, bro. Should we do more clicks? That holy cow! I completely lost my train of thought. Um. Also, if you were a, it, what we're saying is the same thing about the movement, about the economy. The and, and so I want to say if your if your gut is like, all this sucks. Veritas wants to make the game easy. Take us, but you enjoyed the changes these past week. Take a hot, a hot second, and think about the movement and and all that, the inertia and the weight changes and all that stuff. Everybody wanted that stuff back in the day because the Giga Chads were floating on moon boots and running around with full stuff. And then it took us a few years for a lot of us to realize that they were good changes, but they were way overtuned, and they were all really balanced in a vacuum and when you smushed them together they made the experience bad and what we did was we didn't take us all the way back to moon boots we took us somewhere in the middle and almost unanimously the closest thing to unanimously this community's ever seen everybody went good job so what we're good saying job. thank god you're a genius and you yeah you so the what game. we're saying is back in the day a lot of these features weren't in the game and a lot of these things weren't in the game and people did this and the same thing a lot of changes were made some of those changes in a vacuum were good changes all of those changes interacting with each other mean whether you can make money or not the large majority of the player base is just punched in the dick for no reason that's not hardcore clicking delete 7,000 rubles to heal is not hardcore right you know what I mean like yeah and what we're saying is don't get rid of the flea market, don't get rid of the hideout, but now to look at all these changes, not in a vacuum, look at them and how they interact and what happens to the player as a result and make some changes and maybe dial it back. All right? So everybody just, you know, take a, a chill pill and, and think about it through that lens. It's the same about- thing that happened with the movement. And think about how many players 
were like the the Giga Chad hyper PvP, you know, the, all the young yeah. cracked kids. People were saying you're wrong because those guys don't have any trouble in combat. Exactly. So you're wrong. And then those guys are saying, oh, my God, you saved the game. Yes. You've made it better. Yes. The, the same fundamental misunderstanding yeah. about why these are problematic issues. Like people forget how they're like, oh, yeah. you know, I never really I never understood how much of a difference these changes could make to the gameplay. Yeah. I I can't I never had the perspective. I love what you did there, but over here I'm just going to go ahead and say you're completely wrong and I totally disagree yeah. and I must understand fully what your yeah. the nuance of your argument. It's like it's oh my god. I I'm I'll just go ahead and say I'm I'm right on this in exactly the same way yeah. as I was right on that. It's it's the the context and the nuance and the history of how all of these things came about. Yeah. And in, in the specific ways in which they hurt the gameplay yeah. that weren't obvious to people before. Yeah. And I think it's one of those things that, uh, I agree. you know, Nikita could fucking tweak in a couple of minutes. Yeah. And I agree. And this is one of those things where if you think, if your gut reaction is, oh, well, this makes the game easy. It makes it Fortnite. It makes it casual. You're wrong. You're wrong. It's the essence. We've talked about this many times, so we don't have to we don't have to harp on it again. But the essence of what makes Tarkov a hardcore game and a brutal game and a punishing game is not how many clicks it takes to sell something on the flea market. It's not these tedious little things. You're just wrong. It might it does make the game less enjoyable. And if your desire is the least enjoyable game possible, then sure, maybe your opinion is right. But but you're wrong about that. It doesn't make the game less hardcore. It doesn't take away the essence of Tarkov. You know what I mean? Like we have, you know, we have a thousand billionaires and 10 million people with 30,000 rubles in their stash. All right. That's no, not but those, but those a people good dispersion. Are... You know what I mean? Like it's less fun for everybody. Everybody with all that money, though, so many of those people, they think like, I've overcome this thing and I earned it. Yeah, 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 yeah. In just the same way that people who were bad at the game before were winning more fights because it was coin flippy RNG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were... So... Oh, fuck. There was something I was going to say and I just spaced... I just spaced what it was. No! Um... Yeah, fuck. Oh, okay. Here, here, yeah, here's I what I was going to say. There's, there's like a, a <laughs> threshold. There's a threshold where, you know, like let's say you survive 100% of your raids. Obviously, it's full profit, yeah. right? Let's say you survive 0% of your raids. You're not going to make any money. Yeah. There's a threshold where it's like, all I'm saying is that I feel like most people, the majority, the average player who should be able to succeed and prosper. They don't have to be billionaires, but yeah, like, correct. you know, have enough money to, to, to wear some, some mid tier kit every raid. Yeah. The line they're below the line now. And that line is there not because Nikita meant it to be there. It yeah. wasn't this specific thing. It yeah. was a million changes that pushed the line higher and higher and higher and higher and excluded more and more and more people and more and more play yeah. styles 
that Nikita doesn't read. Like, this is another one of those cases where I'm telling people if they disagree with me, then they I genuinely believe they disagree with Nikita. Yeah, yeah. And what he wants. Yeah. And the proof will be in the pudding when I make this proposal to Nikita and I explain it to him and he recognizes yeah. where we are now and where the economy is. Like, you think Nikita knows where that threshold is of like, you know, you need to survive 30% or 60%? Like, of yeah. course not. Yeah. I don't think anybody does, but I think I have a pretty good idea based on the calculations that I've done and all the things that I've I've looked into. It just like... To get into a raid, it just costs way, 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 way too much money. Yep. And then couple that with all the other bullshit. It's too, it's just too fucking, <laughs> it's too much. The rent is too damn high. The rent is too damn high. And you know what's crazy too is like, I, I really truly believe that like, I, I think, well, I mean, we've seen the in the Tarkov community a lot that just like change is, change is just bad. You know what I mean? So what I find interesting is I would bet that every single one of the things you change, you you mentioned, if those things were changed in the game, you it would nobody would complain. It would you like if they made if they made a, a quick sell slot, nobody would retweet that and be like L. You know what I mean? Like everybody would exactly. be like yes. But if you say if you say or I say I want a quick sell slot, somebody says go play CS if you want less than three clicks. If you say if they took away after post raid healing. I would bet my entire 6,000 hour account, nobody would retweet that and say, I can't believe they took away post-rate healing. But when a, when a player, when you do it or I do it or Landmark does it or Pestily does it, it's, you're trying to casualize the game. And, and the flip side of that is every one of those changes when they were added to the game were unanimously complained about. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like... And so it's just, it's, it's almost not even like worth discussing or like reading chat or like, you know what I mean? Because it's, I don't, I don't know where. Dude, they're just gatekeeping. Yeah. I they, don't know they, where they it just came from this. Like, I don't know, man. I, 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 sometimes I feel like it's back to that lifeboat theory, man, where it's like this, this game is hard. It's known for being hard. I've pushed through what makes it hard. So that makes me better. And any threat to that, any threat to some of what makes it hard, whether what makes it hard is a beneficial to the game, like some mechanics are, or not beneficial to the game, like some of the mechanics we're talking about, that means I did less good of a thing by coping and pushing through and achieving the success. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, no, dude, you got you got dudes like this guy who's saying he likes post raid healing because he can get that XP. He can choose to he can choose whether or not he wants yeah. to pay or use the grizzly. Think about what you're fucking talking about. Yeah. You're talking about needing to heal your PMC after you are dead. <laughs> yeah. It's nonsense. It doesn't make sense whether or not you like there's some cool thing that comes from it. It's nonsense. Yeah. It was there to try to prevent basically an exploitative um yeah gameplay of people hatchlings before found in raid yeah I, i'm pretty sure it was added like between when they added the flea market but before found in raid because what would happen is there was only like one bitcoin or one ledx yeah. spawn the hatchling would sprint in be faster than everybody get to the ledx put it in their container and disconnect yeah and this at least made it so that they'd have to pay twenty thousand rubles 
yeah. as like a tax. Well, now when you go in and I wipe a fucking six man squad and then I die every other raid, I, it's just a tax on that that's left yeah. over from some bullshit from three years ago. But because people are used to it, because people are used to it and they like it because they get to choose. It's yeah. like, give me a fucking break. Honestly, it's to me, it feels like it's like almost like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. No, no, no. I love, I love that he beats me and keeps me shackled up because I otherwise I would be out in the cold, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'd be on the cold. I, at least I have a warm concrete floor to lie on between beatings. Yeah. Like, give me a fucking break. I don't understand. Yeah. And, uh, oh, now I was going to say something, but I forgot. Yeah. I, I, oh, oh, and, um, and it's it feels really hard for people to imagine that we can take something away and that there could be a more elegant solution. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And that's kind of the point here is, like you said, there are a lot of mechanics left over that fix problems we don't have, right? Like hatchlings aren't a problem. People being able to run in, put a Letix up their butt, disconnect from the raid, and then sell that Letix on the flea market for a million rubles and print money. That is not even, we we don't have the problem anymore. But done Case closed. We don't have that problem anymore. But fixes to that problem are still in the game. And there's a lot of those things. And once again, the, the proposal here isn't just take away all the mechanics of the game and make the game Fortnite. The, the proposal is dig out some of the things that fix problems we don't have and then go back and look at some of the other fixes for the problems we do have and create more elegant solutions to them. You know what I mean? Like a huge... And, and you want to know a great example of this? And you want to know something that almost unanimously the community got behind? bosses at 5% in the beginning of the wipe. You know what I mean? Everybody was like, where are the bosses? Where are the bosses? And that's that's a not elegant solution to the problem. It's like we have the cool bosses and the cool AI, and they want them to have cool loot, and but we don't want people to farm them, so we'll just make them not there, even though there are quests that say go kill them, or even though even separated from the quests, it's a cool mechanic of the game. Like, it's a cool part of the game, making the raids dynamic and running into a boss. And so, and then you have, th that disperses so, uh, doubly unelegant about it is that it disperses differently to the bosses. Sturman only has one spawn, one spawn. So even at 5%, he's relatively easy because you just, you just keep grinding. You know what I mean? SJ6 run to the middle. But Killa has 40 spawns. So at 5%, you could go a hundred raids without seeing Killa and maybe 10 raids without seeing Sturman. And then it insta-kills you it the one time you actually see. It doesn't evenly. So they, they see yeah. a problem, and that problem is to make a game mechanic they made worse. You know what I mean? Just take it out of the game. Like, how is that an elegant solution? And people go, well, that's a good thing because we don't want people farmable. And it's like, man, let's let's just roll this back and throw something else at the wall and see what sticks, right? Yeah. Sturman, nobody's worried about you farming Sturman. Why? Because he doesn't have armor. He doesn't have a helmet. He doesn't have good meds on him. He has an SVD, which not many people like, and an AK, a stock AK. Nobody's been worried about farming Sturman. So why does Sturman get the same ridiculous changes that the other bosses get, right? So it's like you kind of have to admit that there's some... So like that's a good example of change. the changes could be different. They could be a little bit more eloquent than what what's in the game, but... I don't know. I don't know. I don't understand why some of these other things are just like so hard for people to wrap their heads around. I, I mean, ultimately, people they they look at the way that the game is now, and if they think 
that they're in an okay spot, they forget that like where the game is now with the economy yeah. and everything like that, it's an accident. Yes. Like just in the same way Viewed that like, as like intentional. Like people were like the movement that you had before yeah, was yeah, intentional. Yeah. The speed, the stamina, that's exactly how Nikita wanted it. Yeah, the and realism crowd Nikita, were dying on that hill until Nikita went, that's not how I want it. <laughs> until I until I spoke to Nikita, he saw what I saw and yeah. went something's fucking wrong yeah 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 So yeah. all of those clowns who were like this is exactly the hardcore experience yeah they were fucking wrong That's nail in the head it was literally just we ended up you you turn a bunch of knobs and you end up with an end yeah. result that you don't intend yeah. and that's the way that the economy is now yeah but people say oh well you know what i'm in an okay position so don't change it yeah. maybe they're scared that no longer they will be able to fucking flea market farm their way through you know maybe they're worried maybe not maybe they're just being like selfish gatekeeping douchebags yeah. and they think oh well i've made it and the reason why you haven't it's your fault exactly i think it's the other way i don't think they're worried they can't make it if things change i think they're worried that more people could make it if things change they're not special anymore if everyone yeah. has 40 million. I think I think that's a big part of it. Obviously, not everybody. You know what I mean? Not everybody. If you got offended by me saying that, it might be you. You might be the drama. You know what I mean? But obviously, not everybody. But I, but I do think a lot. Of, I I think that's part of it. Is it's just like I've I've got 40 million, and so many people don't, and so I feel special. And the thing is, is once again. The last thing I'd want is for this conversation to be reduced to Veritas and Jesse want everybody to have 40 million. You're still looking at it wrong if that's your thing, right? I don't want anybody to, I don't care if anybody does or doesn't have 40 million. I want the mechanics of the game to service actual like skill, right? And if you are good and if you can be proficient and if you do play a lot, I'm fine if you have 40 million or 60 million or 100 million. But, but, but I want to be able to foster that skill and, and those mechanics. And I, and, and I want the economy to be intentional, whether it's intentionally something I don't like or I do like, you know, whatever. But exa but exactly. In a lot of ways, it's not intentional. It's, and there, it's and not there are intentional. People, and there are people that say, I've been playing for less time than you. Veritas, you're way better than me. You have more experience. You got, you're better in combat. Why do I have 40 more million rubles than you? Yeah. Well, the reason why is it's not because they're better than me. Yeah. It's just because the their particular play style is one that isn't punished by the poor design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mine and is. And you want to continue to play the game the way that you enjoy to play the game, and it and yeah. and, it's, and the game design punishes that. Yeah, and, and also I would argue that I think that the way I play is arguably closer to the yeah, to intended like, yeah, the, the intended the gameplay series. loop and style. Uh, that Nikita would want more so than the ultimate rat and the ultimate yeah. Chad. So, and a lot of times it's just like take, like take, take the two, take the two to the logical conclusion. You know what I mean? Like, like extrapolate. You know what I mean? A lot of the changes, what the changes that we agree on here, the logical conclusion, the, the extrapolating all the way to the end, isn't that everybody has a hundred million rubles, nor is it nobody has a hundred million rubles. It's that there are there are. It, it's a gradient and yeah. not 50, 50, 50 with zero, 50 with a hundred or 60, 40, whatever. It's a gradient. It's that you you come across people at different <clears throat> skill levels, at different player levels with different amounts of money, with different proficiencies that people that play slow feel like they can be good. People that play fast, play the good, that landmark still W can that Rengar still W can that tower still sniping. 
It's not that we want to get rid of any of that, but it was just, there, we just want to make room for more and, and that there's a gradient. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Before. Mm. <laughs> before. Are you, are you seeing the same? I think you're seeing the, all the same messages that uh, I'm seeing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I ref, I'm refusing to adapt. Just like I refuse to adapt with the stamina and the weight. Yeah. And. Yeah. So before and then I be fix the game for everyone. Before we move on. <laughs> before we move on, as we yet again, as we yet again come to the 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 desire to want to bonk people in chat and or or desire to to restrain ourselves from it. I would we would like to take a second to thank the sponsor for this <laughs> this episode. Um, but seriously though, we'd like to take a second and uh, a brief second to thank the sponsor for this episode, and that is BetterHelp. Um, if you've been around here, you guys know for for a while we've been a partner with them and we've been working with them for, for a while, which is cool. Um, we both have kind of like personal experiences with BetterHelp, but if you're not sure what BetterHelp is, um, it's basically an online platform um, to get help to talk to um, licensed therapists. And it's a really easy and cool um, layout and way for you to talk to somebody, whether you're struggling with anxiety or whether you like really, really need help with something specific. You know, something I say all the time as someone who went through a, a like five years of, of therapy with somebody, I, I think like what I ended up arriving at is I've talked about this before that, you know, it's, it's a preventative thing too. You know what I mean? We, we don't only eat healthy when there's big problems, but eating healthy can help you prevent big problems. You know what yeah. I mean? And so, uh, better help. I have personal experience with, and it's been really, really cool. I mean, here, here's the deal without better help and without therapy, Chaboy wouldn't have made the video he yeah, made. Yeah, we wouldn't have gotten Tarkov to the video. Wouldn't, no, I would have, I would have fucking given up. I would have given up. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, the 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 two the two weekly sessions I had the one the week before my video came out and the one the week after I can't explain how different those went yeah. um yeah it's it's massive um and it's just one of those things mental health shouldn't be stigmatized don't let people uh don't let don't let people stigmatize you yeah like enjoying for sure your life that's um, the, yeah that's the most ridiculous thing. Um, so yeah, so this, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp and, and we really, really thank them for that. Uh, like we said, there's the, there's the two sides of it. There's the sides of like, like Veritas was saying, do not let other people or any stigma prevent you from that because like, it's not worth it. And then the other side of like, what BetterHelp specifically provides is like an amazing evolution in how this works. The ability to communicate via notes to your therapist throughout the week, the ability to instantly switch to somebody else if because it's all about finding somebody that you can vibe with that you can be honest with that you can talk to and so that this better help really like pushes that envelope forward and helps um so it's awesome once again a, just a huge thank you for to better help for sponsoring this episode and working with us these past few months um if you want to live a more empowered life therapy can get you there visit betterhelp.com slash podcast today to get 10 percent off your first month that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash podcast Thank you again, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. Do it. Just do, do it. it. Do the thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I mean, ultimately, when it comes down to with Tarkov, like, I'm sad to see 
I mean, it, yeah, I don't know. You haven't like made a video about it or, or anything. Or it's just kind of anecdotally through conversations we've had with chat. But I'm sad to see some like a lot of resistance to like applying the logic that brought the single biggest W in Tarkov history to just other parts of Tarkov, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's the same logic as we <clears throat> laid out of... Uh, and, and, and some level of empathy can be extended to Battlestate games in some ways that like, like we said, in a vacuum, a lot of these things were to address specific problems we had. It's just maybe we don't have some of those problems anymore. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, Kill is such an easy example. You know what I mean? Like, he spawned 80% of the time in one spot, and he couldn't physically move or shoot when you were applying damage to him. So bring a Keter, right? Yeah. And so many changes were made to him, and that's and none of those problems are there. He can shoot you while you're shooting him. He doesn't spawn at all, and he spawns nowhere consistent. Yeah. But kill is still the same way. And it's like, well, who wouldn't want those, some of those things reverted? And so it's just, uh, yeah, it's interesting. And, the, the, and the, the issues with the design and the balancing, like, ignore ignore whether or not you think that everybody should be able to make money. Like, ignore ignore yeah. all of that stuff. Remember, we're in a, we're, it's it's a beta, right? The it, beta. It's, it's a beta. A million things are going to change. The game's going to be completely different yeah. when we have all these things. We're going to wipe a dozen fucking times before, you know, 1.0 comes out or, you yeah. know, so. And then think about all of the issues that we have. Invisible players, no sound, fucking busted netcode, 20 frames on streets. Yep. Like the fact that you're constantly getting completely bent over by all of these things yeah. outside of your control I just find it absurd that like someone can be experienced, clearly competent at the game like myself. And because of all of the bullshit that I have to run into and some of the tweaks with the economy, it's effectively like impossible for me to play without spending most of my time yeah. in my stash clicking and selling shit. Yeah. I just want to raid. Yeah. That's all I want. And, and honestly, like there's probably so many people with less experience that are just not as good at the game as I am. Yeah. And I'm not saying, I'm not even saying I'm good. I feel like I'm middle of the road yeah. that are struggling even more than me. So yeah, dude, it's funny. Like I, I know this person in chat said this as a, as a joke. You made the 20 PMCs of uh, 20 frames. And he was like, just buy a, a beast PC. What's the problem? And, and I'm, I'm I, I, that's funny. Like I'm not like, that's hilarious, but that's the logic of a lot of the like, resistance to the changes you know what i mean that's the that's the logic of like i have 40 million get good it's like well i have a 40 90 and a and a top of the line thing you know just get more frames idiot and it's like that's such a it, that's such yeah a, i've got a 9700k yeah. and a fucking 3080 and i get 50 frames these days on even like maps yeah. that used to be optimized no yeah and, 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 I, and like and i said I the chatter and i i know it was sarcasm i'm saying it's it's funny because like yeah, it yeah, sarcastically yeah. like made a, a a poignant point is what i said so yep. i'm not i i totally understood your thing was sarcastic i just think so i getting into getting in a battle bit and getting 450 Woo! fps and i think i we played for like four hours and i think we spent less than 60 seconds out of the game Damn. I spend I spend more than 60 seconds when I alt F for the game yeah. because I have to. Yeah. To wait for it to the fucking 
dot exe to yeah. kill its process. When I get out of a raid, it takes me more than sixty seconds to just get to my stash. Uh, like a, a lot of times, um, like seals, like I'm ready for the next one. Like he's gotten yeah. to his stash. He's put everything from his backpack. He drank his water. He had his food and he went back to the lobby and I'm like, <clears throat> I'm not in my stash yet, bro. Dude, you know what? You know, what's actually a different way to, to put this too. I, this could be solved in a number of different ways that doesn't even need to be economy. The, like what I really want is to just raid with some gear. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. actually what I really want. So you could look at it like one thing that just came to mind. Imagine if I could take a scav junk box and I could say, transfer this to the scavs to sell for you. And imagine what they did was they went through and every like five minutes sold things for you for like 80% of yeah. the lowest flea market thing. So you'd, you wouldn't get as much as you could. But it would just be automated behind the under under the covers, just like a craft yeah. is. So that I could basically be turning my fucking garbage into money so that when I get out of a raid, I can quickly buy a Salewa and yeah, yeah. an SJ6 and repair my armor and get into another raid. Yeah. Right? Like that isn't me saying I want the game to be <laughs> yeah, easier yeah, or yeah. more casual. It's not saying that e I have a hard time making money. The game is the same. It's just I don't I I just want to raid. Yeah. That's all I want. That's all I want. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um. <laughs> the game will die off if it's fast to do raids. Man, I you gotta love the. That is. I'm inviting. We need him special guest Holy on the next cow. episode because I need to have this conversation as to why there's no people way actually a, playing the game that was and a enjoying real it. Chat message. I hope that was sarcasm too. I don't think so. Please, God. Um, okay, so to move on to, to other Tarkov-related topics, uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, the W, which was the changes that were made and how many changes have been made since that first week. You know what I mean? So, um, okay, so multiple times... There have been passes on more guns and their recoil dispersion. So, like, uh, like for instance, the the Scar L and the RD704 after that initial pass were busted because it was flat. It was like everybody got twenty percent less camera recoil. Everything got you know less recoil dispersion, and it was like yo. And so, like, they were really quick to adjust that. Multiple other times, more guns were adjusted so like they made some ak's they just recently went back and like the ak-74u and a bunch of that stuff and they re they made those better while nerfing the scar l again because the scar l was already really good so like they've mm -hmm. continued to balance that out that's been a w they uh took some of the ammos and some of the ammos that had like it added to the recoil of the gun and they reduced that amount w this is something we've specifically talked about on the podcast before we've talked about when we talk about the weight system, we talk about the real heavy armors, like the Gen 4 full, the one with the arms and the thing. And we were like, we were like, there should be a a positive to the negative, which mm -hmm. like, I, I remember saying this to you on the podcast. It almost makes me think they were listening. I was like, imagine a Gen 4 had like 150 durability. And you were like, yeah, like it could tank. The Thor armor, the Redut armor, and the Gen 4 full all had their max durabilities increased while having 
their movement penalties decreased. W. Um, the flea market fee was reduced by 30%. W. Um, they increased the, uh, the play area for capturing outposts on shoreline. So you can get kills on the bridge to the pier and a little bit in front of the gas station there. That was a good change. They made some more adjustments to recoil again. Um, they changed some ammos. Oh, and then they what they did just yesterday was the skills at which your weapon, sorry, the rate at which you gain weapon skills, so sniper, assault rifle, recoil control, were increased by 40%, which is fine because I feel like seven people got recoil control, you know, every wipe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and that benefits sniper skill because that skill sucks to level. Um, and then the, the the change that they made reducing the ergo hit and movement penalty to the armors, they did to the helmets. So we'll feel even more mobile and even snappier and even less ergo, uh, you know, hit to our guns. And it still won't be caught. And, and it, it still, still won't, won't be, be laser beam. Yeah. It's still, yeah. So a lot of under the cover W's since that that change did you see the temporary accidental buff to bcp fmj yes it got buffed to wait it got buffed to 50 pen right yeah but but like it did get buffed that day to uh it went from 31 pen to 36 pen which was fine but then for some reason for like an hour it was 50 pen and 83 damage and it was like the best round and you could buy like 1200 of it you know what i mean um, anyways, so a lot of under the cubby, under the cubby use, under the cover W's. So it's been, uh, it's been really cool to see that, that those changes, like the biggest thing I was hoping was that I hope that the, the core of the issues landed with BSG and Nikita and not just the symptoms. And that's what makes me think they've like, whether it was your video or somebody else's video or somebody whispering in Nikita's ear, it was a huge just like weight lifted that like they've continually made these changes and it keeps pushing us into the better direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's dope. Um, so yeah, I just want to take a second to do that. Have you? I, I can't. I can't wait for them to fix some of these issues that seem yeah. newish, the performance and stuff. Yeah, like the invisible bug. Yeah, because the game, like, when it's not fucked, it still feels fucking amazing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Have you... I doubt it. <clears throat> but as a, as a funny Tarkov anecdote to talk about, have you been keeping up at all with the Lightkeeper quest and the Lightkeeper quest line? Okay. I, I just... I not All I know, I know from thumbnails, basically. Yeah, okay. Not that I'm going to, uh, not that I'm going to get a reaction out of you that I don't like exactly think, but I want to, I want to take you on the journey. Okay. So to get the quest from mechanic that begins the quest line of how you are introduced to Lightkeeper, you have to complete a bunch of tasks. It's almost like a mini Kappa. You have to have Punisher part five, bullshit, house arrest, cargo, whatever. It doesn't quest. And then that quest is turn in four found and raid electronic components, four military COFDMs, four gas analyzers, four G phones. Cool. Whatever. Found and raid. Then you get network provider part two, 
where you get a craft to craft some crazy transmitter. You got to plant four of those transmitters. Okay, cool. Then you get, still from Mechanic, not from Lightkeeper, you get Assessment Part 1, and you have to kill 20 PMCs on the lighthouse, okay? So before the bridge, because you can't cross the bridge, right, because you blow up, that bridge and that little empty area where the tank is, just where nobody goes. You have to go 20 PMCs in that area. There are two reasons why human beings will be there. One, you're on that quest. Two, the raid is six seconds old and you spawned there and you're running away immediately. I don't know anybody that's done it that hasn't cheesed it. Because because why like would people? Friends yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Why would people be there? So you have to kill 20 PMCs in that area. Then you get assessment part two. You got to place a bunch of markers on woods. Then you get assessment part three. Wait, so wait, wait, so sorry. I, I can never understand these things. When do you have to be in the area? No, they do. Like the, the, the person you see, kill. See, that's fucking more annoying, yeah. right? When yes. it's like you can't control what exactly. other people are you doing. You can't be in the area and snipe people out of the area. You have to wait <sighs> for somebody. So you could kill a guy and he could be on the other side of an invisible boundary and you would just never know. And then you don't get the thing. Dude, someone in chat said my friend did it legit. I actually just don't believe it. I, I, it could, it can happen if he spent six Why days. Why would you go there? If he, no, if you, if, if you spent six days playing Lighthouse and every, and, and just as often as possible, you got the path to short line spawn, or no, sorry, the Southern Road spawn, you run up and you snipe the guy or the two man of Timmy's, or you get lucky and see a, a group of people marking that tank. It's just so, and, and we're going to come back to this because the theme here is unnecessarily tedious so it's not impossible i'm saying everybody i know that did it cheese it i'm not saying nobody's done it legit so once you do that you get assessment part two you have to place a bunch of markers on woods fine that's it that's a fine quest then you get assessment part three and you have to eliminate 10 raiders in labs and you have to turn in 20 sj1s those are craftable eight sj6s those are craftable and two sj9s and the only way to get them is like get lucky on your scav or in black room so you just got get get good. Get a black key Wait, card. Wait, the SJ9s? It's the uh the thermal. No, no, no. It's the uh is that the thermal one? I feel like I have a shit ton of those. You probably have SJ12s. You're probably right. Let yeah. me check. It'll lower body temperature have, by seven degrees. I have so I have a bunch of stims that I just will never yeah. use. Yeah. And, but I'm just keeping them because, you know, yeah. I might need them. Okay. So let's say you find all those stims. Maybe you got lucky. You got them on your thing. Then you get the quest keys to the tower. Okay. And you have to find a bunch of stuff. You have to turn in a bunch more found and array military circuit board, another CUFDM, a working LCD, whatever. And then you have to find the radio transmitter body, which has like, it, you know how um some of the quests now, when you go into the room where the quest item is in, it's it can be in like three places now. This can spawn in one of like 50 spawns on the map lighthouse. So every time, as long as this quest is active, every time you spawn in, it spawns somewhere. <laughs> and there's like 50 spawns, dude. And so you have to find this thing. And then there's something about that, about that particular thing that I, I like in and of itself. Yeah. Just maybe not a part of this complete AIDS. Like, yeah. Sequence. I agree. Then you get knock knock where you get the transmitter body and you actually go to the lightkeeper. You get the thing. 
And then the the first like heap request is you have to turn in a bunch of flash drives. And then you get another like heap request where you have to survive through all of the cars on all, like every map that has a car extract. That's fine. Then you have to do some a streets quest. And all of these, every single one of these quests, once you complete it, you have to wait 24 hours until the next one. All of them. Okay. Once you get to Lightkeeper, every single task oh. is gatekeeped. God, I fucking, I hate that, yeah. dude. And then there's like a delivery from the past type deal where you have to obtain something, uh, intelligence from Lightkeep, a lighthouse, and then you have to obtain, obtain another intelligence folder from reserve in RBST, and then you have to stash the two. And if you die, you have to like start over on both maps. Then you have to wait for 24 hours. Then you have to eliminate 25 PMCs on the sniper rock, the mountain on woods. Not anywhere on woods. You have to like 25 PMCs on the sniper rock on woods. Okay. And find a bunch of materials and turn them in. Then you got to wait 24 more hours. Then you Dude, have this is so fucking. Yeah. Then you I'm, have to I'm kill mad. Gluhar and specifically seven Gluhar guards. He only spawns with six maximum. So you have to find Gluhar twice for this, for this quest. And then shoot a yellow flare off somewhere arbitrary. Wait 24 more hours. Then eliminate 30 enemies around Kiba using an Ash-12. But scavs count. But 30 enemies around Kiba using an Ash-12. Then wait 24 hours. Then eliminate 20 raiders. And you have to... This, this one you specifically have to get into the black room for this quest. You have to stash something there or search something in there. So kill a bunch of raiders. If you don't have a black key card, get one. 24 hours, then you have to stash a Reap IR and a 338 Lapua suppressor. Then you have to wait 24 hours. Then you have to kill 10 sniper scavs from over 500 meters away. There's like two spots in the game you can you can do it. Which it's that's fine. I have 500 meter shots. I think that's awesome. But it's just like there are how many? You said 10? 10 sniper scavs. So not just any scavs, sniper scavs, 500 meters. So there's like a spot on woods. And like a really janky doodle spot on customs where you can like snipe the one in the silo. And and you have to reach level 10 sniper skill, which small diatribe here. The sniper skill has been one of the most busted skills in the game for a while in the sense of like it makes no sense. You know, you it's active. I recently talked to Nikita about yeah, this. Okay, which is fine. But like j just from a from a player's perspective, you're rewarded for doing everything but kill kill a player as an acknowledgement of how bad that skill was. They gave, they made three quests give you sniper skill. Shooterborn in Heaven gave you one point. Uh, Mentor gave you three points. Mentor is literally a quest to just buy sniper skill points. 50,000 ruble um, euros. And um, Tarkov Shooter Part 8. Okay? This wipe, instead of fixing the skill, they made those quests give you a set amount of skill points. And that set amount of skill points is much less. So for Mentor, I turned 50,000 euros in for 2.09 skill points instead of three. So then I had to reload a Mosin again to get to level seven for that quest. Okay. And then this quest is eliminate 10 sniper scabs from 500 meters away and reach sniper skill level 10. So they made, they didn't fix the skill. They made the, the, the they made their own workaround for the other skill less. Um, they, they made it ha uh, do less 
and then yep. added another quest to get farther. Then you um, kill someone, something on streets of Tarkov, launch a yellow flare, um, and oh, and then and then this is the last one, and then kill fifty PMCs on streets of Tarkov. Okay, every single one of those quests is twenty four hour time gated. Once you get to Lighthouse, guess what happens when oh, you God. when you do that quest that one you get an email saying you've been signed up for the pre-sale alpha test of the lightkeeper.mov yeah. video yeah no you know what happens <laughs> what nothing it's just the end vibe the wait vibin and and a few other people did the that that quest like four or five days ago there's he doesn't sell anything I'm assuming he did. So can he? As of yet, as of yet. What 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 changed though? Can he get there and like talk to like? Did something actually change? No, I mean like to... once you basically once you stop getting the quests from mechanics. So after the first like four of that huge long quest, you get the transmitter that you then put in your special slot, and as long as you have that, you can go out on the lighthouse and go talk to talk to him. And then all of those quests that all those other quests I listed out. You actually have to go to Lightkeeper to turn in the quest and then accept the new quest from him. Oh. And you go all the way through that quest line. And as of yet, it could be that the next quest is seven day time gated. I'm, But all I'm saying is that as of now, what happens after you do all those quests is absolutely nothing. They had to have data mined, though. Like, right? People know there's nothing that comes no, after that, or are we not they, sure? They were adding the quests to the game as they went along. As far as I know, none of the data mined. I didn't see any of the, the every single time there was somebody like vibing. That's why they were time gated. They're like, because nobody, nobody will be able to put like, out a new it quest. It feels every like day. Dimitri's job is to go, oh no, Vibin completed the quest. What's the next one? Uh, I'm not saying that that's all what's happening, but it feels like that's happening. And so. Like, and, and listen, uh, uh, there are people, like, Nice Guy is one of them. I've had some conversations with him. I've seen him post on Twitter that, like, maybe we misunderstood what Lightkeeper was supposed to be. And what Lightkeeper was supposed to be was um, one of the multiple ways you beat the story of Tarkov and, like, escape Tarkov. You know what I mean? Because they've talked about that before. You're going to be able to escape. And then after that, you're going to be able to go back and play if you want. Blah, 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 blah. There's still so many thoughts I have. One... Why put him in the game? Two, why hype him up for an entire year? Because he got delayed an entire year. Three, I really feel like maybe I'm talking about my butt here, so I'm going to put this caveat. I really feel like they alluded to the fact that he was like a trader that we could purchase things from. Yeah, I wonder if they when they said trader, they they were they just meant oh they, yeah the quest part of yeah, the trader. Yeah, maybe they meant quest giver. You know what I mean? I don't know. And, and and then, and then, even if you have a rebuttal for all of those things, even if it's like, Jesse, you're just salty, right? Like, which I'm I'm very willing to admit that maybe there's a reality where this was the plan. There's a good reason that Jesse doesn't know, and I'm just salty. I'm very willing to admit that there's a possibility. I will, I'll die on the hill, though, that similarly, how there's a difference between a game being hardcore and it being a good mechanic for me to have to click 100 times to get to sell something, there's a difference between hard quest design and bad quest design. And kill a bunch of people in a place where no matter what point of the wipe you're in, there's no reason to be there, is a is bad quest design. It's just like... Well, I mean, it, that was the same way with capturing outposts. Yes. 
Yes. No, so, so the only other thing that, that comes to mind, though, because I remember one of the quests you said. So in order to get the quests, you have to go to Lightkeeper. Yeah. Does that make it so that you pass through this zone? Because that's the only other thing I can yeah. think of yeah. is that the more it's like the it's just like capturing outposts, which is nobody goes there until there's like a. Um, yeah. A, Everybody's uh, doing the quest. Until everybody's doing the quest. But now that servers are regionalized and, and there's less of a chance for you to like, like, it's just there's more people and more variety of people in the servers. Once again, in order to get the in order to get the first quest, the first of five quests that then give you the device that allows you to cross the bridge, you have to get you have to do 75 percent of the tasks that tasks that are capper required. So it's like. If the Lightkeeper task line started at like level three proper and and almost everybody in the community had the opportunity to begin the quest line, well, then so many more people would be traversing that yeah. bridge. But you have to get 75% of the way to the Kappa to start five really hard quests that at the end of those five really hard quests, you then get the item. And you have to kill the 20 PMCs before you even get the item. So you can't cross. Yeah, until you kill those 20. Dude, so. Terrible. Hey, dude, I just like, I was so excited. And I was like, I legitimately, I was like, I'm not going to grind for Kappa. I'll just grind Lightkeeper. And then I was like, yeah. then I was like, I don't know. And, and, then, no. and then it was like, well, I'll just wait until and see what happens at the end and then decide. And. <laughs> there is no and uh, as of yet something could happen any day now but i was like okay now you're being too generous Nothing i was like bro i don't get it i don't get it it's crazy i have absolutely no desire it's cool and if you have the thing you have an infinite money glitch because um the light that part of the map has insanely good loot and you can only get there if you have the thing and 20 oh, what? The, the, the transponder the yeah the lighthouse so like there's a mark like all like uh all last wipe. can you we, exfil there no <laughs> you have to come across it. but like all last wipe we could go over there right and there's like tons of good loot spots there's tons of tech spots there's multiple keyed rooms over there there's a marked room over there and all those keys still exist in the game it is a fully lootable part of the map exactly as it was Oh, yeah, except, I've still never been there. Except now there are claymores and you need the thing to pass and there's the boss Zarachi there all the time, but don't kill him because like, oh, and then what's also, if you kill another, the game doesn't tell you this, if you kill another PMC on the bridge, so let's say in the snowball's chance in hell, you're out there and somebody else comes out there. If you kill a PMC over there, you now have negative karma with Lightkeeper and it opens another like five or six quest line that you have so to like do before he gives you the next quest. But that nobody knew so that. Fucking trash. But nobody dude. knew that. And if that one works the opposite way where somebody said they were running on the bridge to go extract. They had already dealt with Lightkeeper and they were running to the extraction, but they were on the bridge and they saw someone on the beach and they sniped him and it counted. And it gave him the negative karma because he was on the thing even though the person wasn't. So is that supposed to be some bullshit version of like a passive, like safe zone? Yeah, but but the game didn't tell you that. It should just enforce it. Disable yeah. mouse one. Come on, like. Dude, crazy. So 
or, I, or in, mm. I really Ugh. don't know. I really don't. I, I don't know. And just because I don't know doesn't mean there isn't a reason. But I don't know the reason. I don't know why Light Keeper was added to the game. This wipe. I don't. I don't understand it, man. I don't. I don't understand it. It's been interesting. It's been interesting to follow for sure. Props to the giga chads that have made it all the way through these quests, man. But it's it's weird. I just wonder if I just wonder if this is their solution to like quote unquote end game. Yeah. Like like that's what a lot of people are saying. A lot of people are like, we want an end game. This is end game. Like normal people playing this way, it would take like a fucking year. Yeah. Except all the streamers who are gonna giga speed run it in a month. And then, then what? Yep. I mean, I guess like I'm fine with them having nothing to do. That's not my problem. Yeah. Um, but the the issue comes from what happens when their audiences try to emulate it, and then also yeah. like the sentiment that follows, where people just they're not even playing the game; they're just living vicariously through their yeah. streamer. And they're like, yeah, this game's fucking dead. There's no reason to play. There's nothing to do. Blah blah blah. Like, because you're either gonna do it, yeah, and live through the the, the terribleness, or you're gonna say, oh, I'm not even gonna. No way. I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god, that's so. Like, it's just it, there's so many layers where, like, even if it was all perfect, I feel like the uh, the quest the quest design is is something to be criticized. Um. Even if he is endgame, why put him in now? Even if he is endgame, why was he, why was he, why wasn't a better expectation set? Um, I just, I feel like there are a few levels of justifiable criticism or at least questions. And, and, and sure, the answer might be middle finger, get good. What we haven't told anybody is that this is like, I can see this happening. Haha, ha, what we haven't told anybody is that if you've done those quests, that transponder pers persists. So it is endgame and it's not going to wipe and you should have done it when you should. Oh, like, yeah. you, you know what I mean? And it's like, you should have done it because you would have been farther now. You yeah, know what I mean? It's point. just like, I feel like they're in this place where they could do just whatever they want. I feel like it was the plan. You didn't know. And you criticized this because you didn't know. And I was, and so I'm just like, and so I just, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the answer. It, it's, but it's been very interesting to find oh and then that's that's the thing you know like uh all of the crafts for the military tech loot that were in the game are uh you unlock the recipe for those crafts by completing a bunch of these quests so like we've talked about this circle before where they were like here's something we want as a quest item oh no everybody just buys it off the flea market let's make it found in raid Oh no, it never spawns and people can't get it. Well, let's make a craft for it. And then they took away those crafts and put the crafts. So like I used to craft my military COFDMs for the task for that, but I have to complete that task and 73 additional tasks to unlock. Like nobody that unlocked those crafts will ever use them. They don't need money. They don't need the crafts. The Letics craft is one of them. You can't craft the Letics at... Uh, you can't craft Aletics at med station level three, which is how a lot of people would craft it for that thick weapons case or thick items case. But you have to like complete a lightkeeper task to unlock the Letics craft. I I am confused. I am confusion. I mean, dude, like just 
I got no words, yeah. man. So like it's so that's the that's the lightkeeper situation currently. <laughs> maybe next week these guys will have a new quest, or maybe next week their stashes will be blessed by a bunch of loot that lightkeeper sent them in the mail. But uh, but but at, right now it it's just it, you could you could basically say what they did was they just cut off the lighthouse again. And How much you want to bet that like one day, one day they're going to log in and they're going to go to their trader tab and there's just going to be one more picture there. What you've done is you've unlocked yeah. the picture. The JPEG can't even click on it. Well, no, I mean, they'll be able to click on it, but like that's the in-game yeah, trader. Yeah. Is oh, you, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying like you um, can go so in-game and that... So it'll be just like a normal trader, except <laughs> the quests isn't a quest tab. You have to go fucking go to yeah. it in an annoying bullshit way on a map that people still get like twenty five frames on. Yeah. Now there is that. Now there is like a really cool vibe of like watching those cutscenes, watching Rengar or Vibin like go to him and actually go up there and like see this NPC in game that's like talking and stuff like that. It's really cool, but uh, I just don't know what what it serves you know what i mean it doesn't i just doesn't feel like it currently serves the game and i should probably go watch those and just like yeah i mean they're cool dude like they're freaking cool it's not i mean like it, it kind of like some of the new things like the gym and stuff i'm like i don't want to i just don't want to see so like have it spoiled yeah. but like yeah, it's like you're never getting having there. a having a book spoiled that you don't plan on ever reading like sure just fucking spoil it for me <laughs> like, exactly you know? exactly something tells me there's going to be a million more changes before i decide i'm going to yeah. go down this path I play this game as a full-time job, and I am nowhere close to being bothered to attempt those quests. No shot. Not if there's nothing at the other end. If there's something at the other end, maybe, but no. I, I mean, the, the not the for the Letics likely, craft. <laughs> what I oh, the only thing I can think of is that making it. Scarce by difficulty, yeah, is the only way they can like hype it up, like yeah, like more than a video. It's watch, let's watch the streamer do the thing, yeah. right? Which like, there's a world in which you could actually say that that's almost like they're trying to give some of the hype to the streamers, and you know, almost like drops, yeah, 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 where yeah. you know. But like I'm probably being way too generous there. Well, uh, and even if that was the intention, the opposite effect is happening. All the streamers are like, "What are these quests? Like this is dumb. There's nothing at the end." All the viewers are being like, "This is gross." Like even if that was the intention, the opposite is happening. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like that's a thing. And I, can I have a hard see... time believing that 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 this is the end result and not just a temporary way of gating. I agree. It. Yeah. And I can see, I can see this, like, let's say, let's say what we got right now wasn't 0.13, but it was 1.0. I can, like, I would criticize some of the quest design, but I can see this really hard, really long thing as, as, as like, a, there's, mo you know, a lot of games have multiple endings. This is one of the ways you escape Tarkov and maybe that's how you prestige or get an armband or something. Like, if that's the point of the game. I can see like this this guy wants a lot of specific things and wants you to do a lot of specific things for him. But we're not at 1.0 and nobody currently cares about escaping Tarkov. And so what 
Because then the other thing is like, well, they're testing the mechanics. It's like, what mechanics? They're playing dot MP4s. And, and we have the same exact quest layout, and then they play MP4s afterwards. Like, what? Once again, I know I'm ignorant. I know I don't know a lot of the stuff. But I'm just like, well, what do you mean, you know? Yeah, well, you don't know, and it's not because you haven't... Like, it's unknowable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless yeah. you work at the company, which is part of the problem. Yeah. So we'll see. Mm, well, I'll start caring when <laughs> yeah, when it's like remotely relevant <laughs> I you know get it. i totally get it yep oy 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 is right uh but i think that's uh i mean that's all the tarkov news we'll see do we do we want to hear about uh oh yeah story overdosing, time overdosing story on sleeping time. pills maybe yes um, do I want to tell that story today? All right, wait, wait, let me, let me test something out real quick, actually. Um, can you hear this? Oh God, that's not a good sound. Could I you hear that? that? Sound, yes. I can, I can hear that. Okay. So this is kind of like a two prong, a two prong story. Okay. So I did my undergraduate thesis. So I was in the honors program for uh, the undergraduate program, which required a thesis. Okay. Um, but you could do it unlike a master's thesis where it's usually focused on some area of research, whatever you, you, this was, you could basically do whatever you wanted. And it had to be like, you know, the minimum was like 50 pages. I ended up writing like 300 page thesis naturally naturally um, that does not surprise me and i ended up doing it on skepticism and the scientific method so basically i you know talked about um everything from faith healers to astrology to um alien fucking ufo sightings to pseudoscience i mean just everything i talk about everything and then all of the i mean really honestly really similar to a lot of the things i've talked about in all of my videos where it's like these are the pitfalls of yeah. perception and memory and all of the things it was kind of like that um you could say it was kind of modeled off of if anybody's ever looking for something to read. One of my favorite books of all time, probably my favorite, eh, second favorite, is uh, Demon Haunted World, Science as a Candle in the Dark by Carl Sagan. Um, you can just search for A Demon Haunted World. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just a general kind of skepticism sort of philosophy thing. Anyway, so I needed to give the presentation for... Uh, for this paper now one of the things that i wanted to do was kind of a little bit of a stunt and i stole this from god was it james randy you ever heard of james randy mm -mm. he looks like fucking like a little tiny little gandalf huh. he's he's basically a um a magician okay but he's also been uh heavily involved in the world of skepticism he like debunked a bunch of the like famous um like mediums that would go on and would you know say oh i'm talking to your dead yeah, sister yeah, yeah. or whatever right like 
he was involved back in the day, like in high profile debunking of one of the one of the guys was this guy, Yuri, Uri, Yuri Geller. I forget how okay. to pronounce his first name. Um, so anyway, one of the things he did was this stunt uh, that I, I kind of replicated to talk about homeopathic medicine. Are you familiar at all with homeopathic medicine? Maybe. No, not. Quick little Is that rundown like the about how rock, the, you know the the, the pink and no, 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 no. rock. It's gonna no, no, heal no. me. I mean, conceptually, yeah. Okay, it's magic. But um, here's what I did at the beginning of my talk, which I would not hundred percent recommend. I did this in GTA. I would not recommend yeah, doing okay. this under any circumstances. Now I understand we're in GTA. This okay. is this is something I very strongly have to say don't do i researched i made sure etc 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 okay yeah at the beginning of my presentation i started off by saying here is a bottle of homeopathic sleeping pills at the time it was the most common most popular homeopathic sleep remedy okay and i opened up the bottle and i oh dunked the whole thing my in my mouth god and uh, swallowed them all and was like, all right, now let's start. And then I went on with my two-hour presentation. No. And, and guess what happened? I mean, you freaking fell asleep? Absolutely nothing. Because it's oh, complete it, and utter bullshit. Nothing. Okay. The way that homeopathy works, it was invented way back. I don't need to give a history, but let me just explain to you how it works. And, and actually... So you like did this um, as a part of your presentation? Oh, that was the opening. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so it all home, homeopathy all relies on the idea, um, that water has memory. This is obvious. Yeah, I know that. So if you introduce chemicals to water, the water has some sort of essence or something I don't I don't remember exactly the details um but but also the the strength of the effect of a chemical in water is inversely proportional to how much there is in it so the more you dilute that substance in water the more powerful it gets wow so and not only that I'm in but it's effectively the opposite of what you would expect so the active ingredient in most homeopathic sleeping remedies is caffeine. But not but a lot, have, right? Because the less no, you put in, the better. Well, let me tell you. So the one I had was like 30C or X. Don't quote me on this. It's been a decade since I've done this. But what that means is you take, you know, a cylinder, graduated cylinder of 100 milliliters, 100 parts or 99 parts water. One part caffeine, and then you got to shake it in like a really special way. It's a specific no, way real? you got to for real, for real, shake it in a really specific. I don't know. They have machines that do it. Now that is a solution that is one C. Okay. So then you take a drop of that and you put that in ninety nine drops of water and you shake it up and you shake it up and then you now that's two C, and then you take a drop of that. And after like the third or fourth thing, you hit Avogadro's limit 
which what effectively means there's no chance there's a single molecule of caffeine <laughs> in the entire there's no but and then they do it again and again and again and again and again and again it's fucking water on a sugar pill and that's homeopathic medicine wow and there's a billion 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 dollar industry one of the um not not emergency but what's that super common oh, like, like airborne Airborne is okay. homeopathy. It's fucking magic. It's a placebo. It does nothing. Hell yeah. So Damn. anyway, so. So it's not really medicine. It's marketing. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 here's the thing. If alternate medicine was medicine, it would just be called medicine. Yeah. <laughs> In a nutshell. Um, okay. Now. One of my uh, one of my good friends while I was in college was uh, a nun that actually lived nearby the college campus. We'd uh, we'd meet for coffee every now and then. We talk philosophy. She's the coolest fucking nun you've ever uh, you've ever met, Sister Lucille. Now she was standing in the front, or was sitting in the front during my presentation. I've got a video up from April thirtieth of two thousand eleven. It's you won't find it. It's it doesn't exist on the internet anymore, but. I have a copy of it. Now, there's oh, there is one of the uh, one of the drugs I was talking about. I don't remember if it was a sleep remedy or a flu remedy. The active ingredient is called oxylococcinum. Okay, and it's derived from duck liver. Okay. Now I didn't I tried to say that duck liver during my presentation and I failed and that of I can't oh god how do I let me see if I can play this for you you hear what I said now keep in mind at this very moment I was making eye contact with a nun. Nice. And I said the following. One part dick. One part just, dick. And I just stopped. Eye contact with a nun and went. Oh. <laughs> and I just continued on. Nobody nobody said anything. Nobody one was, part we, dick. But we all know. I'm gonna play it one more time. Cause I can't I still I can't I still it hurts. I can't I yeah, physically yeah. it of the liver of a duck. This two hundred C dilution is equal to one part dick <laughs> your, your reaction. You hear me flabbergasting. One, oh. one part dick. Bah. Oh. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry, Sister Lucille. Anyway, that's it, uh. this. It's one of those stories that kind of takes a turn, especially with the title "Overdosing on Sleeping Pills." Not what you'd expect, but. But yeah, there you go. You learned a little bit about homeopathy. Oh, um, I, I learned a lot of it about homeopathy. You got to fucking laugh at me for saying uh, <laughs> made up one part dick one when part I looked dick. It precisely into a nun's a nun's eyes. 
I, uh, you know, I, I don't think I've ever taken airborne, but I, 20 minutes ago, I wouldn't have said it was a nothing. Like I would have been like, yeah, isn't that like a Alka-Seltzer or yeah, it's what people take? It's yeah. what people take. It's like one of those super, emergency yeah. liquid IV. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that's interesting because you go to the fucking drugstore and it's just on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. And Next like, to all the stuff with stuff in it. And the problem is, is that like the Food and Drug Administration, they they aren't there to determine that medicine does what it says it does. Yeah. They're just there to determine it's safe. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So they, 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 they're, there's no regulations around efficacy. Yeah. Uh, so that's also why they have like, oh, you know, this this in really small text hasn't been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the reason why is usually because, yeah, it just, uh, they don't just, as long as it doesn't kill you. Yeah. But the problem is, is that people seek out alternate medicine when they have cancer or when they yeah. have serious illnesses or, you know, like people dying of COVID because they were taking, you know, some fucking magical seltzer and it's like, yeah, it's. It's fucking sad. Um, yeah, it is. That is hilarious, though. But yeah, I mean, it's one part dick, and then uh, one part dick. That's definitely go. not the direction I thought a story named "Overdosing on Sleeping Pills" would go. So you really like hit me with the subverting of the expectations. You know what I, I mean? I did put an asterisk. Overdosing yeah. on sleeping pills asterisk. So this title has not been reviewed by been, the uh, food, and <laughs> food and I was just gonna say that. Oh God! <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, bro. So uh, I added, I added a new story time line item. Ooh, what's it called? There's one more we added. So so far we have shotgunning a beer bloodshed, mm -hmm. eavesdropping on a neighbor's business call, the stabbing, quote, the stabbing. Which I feel like is probably going to be what people are going to want. Yeah, next time. it's got to be soon. Um, ruptured spleen, Sun Microsystems, one million dollars, and the new one I just added: breaking into a house. Breaking into a house. Mm hmm. Yeah. <sighs> so and we, and we and also we need we need more Jesse story time too. I know. Because it, if you have them, let me know. I have, st I, I just can't, I'm really bad at thinking them up on the spot. I feel like my life yeah, is a yeah, lot yeah. more exciting than I, than I can think make of right list. now. Yeah. I, I need to, I need to like make a list of my phone and every time one comes to me, the only, the only thing I could think of that was adjacent. Well, I was just going to say, so that 300 page paper you wrote, was that for your, you said your master's? My undergraduate. Your undergraduate. Yeah. Dude, we had completely <clears throat> different schooling experiences when i was in college I, I went to community college i got two i did two years i got my aa and then i got married at 19 and i just quit college at that point but like i was on the complete opposite end of the spectrum i remember from one of my classes it was the day of the final i had done nothing and the oh, final no, that, that's how i was yeah, too the final was two parts it was a, a was, i don't remember what class it was for it was um a presentation um and a speech so like the person it had to be like actual like pictures and stuff yeah like you know like a powerpoint presentation and a speech and um that i i remember that the teacher just notoriously talked at the beginning of class like about his life and stuff for like ever 
And so I, I sat in class, I opened up my computer and pulled up ProPresenter or PowerPoint, whatever. And while he was talking, I threw a bunch of pictures together. He said, who wants to go first? I raised my hand. I plugged the computer in. I, com Chad. I completely winged the speech. I hadn't thought about it for seven seconds. Everybody clapped. He said, who wants to go second? And while he was looking at his computer, I just left. I just left. And I got an A. <laughs> the ultimate fucking giga chat. I got move. an A on the speech and the and the presentation. And he was looking down and I just left. And then he looked up and I was gone and he never I never went back to that class again, but I passed it. Like that was my school. Like I I Holy freaking, shit. I hated <laughs> school so much, dude. I mean, so I also hated school. Yeah. I did not try. I didn't fucking care. Except for the things I actually was interested in. Like, I was yeah. really good at math and science, but, like, I never fucking studied for anything. And I, I think just that was why it. I had a bad school experience. Because I, I literally, like, you get out of high school, which is, like, we could talk another time about, like, 50% useless. And then yep. I went to, I, I didn't know, I didn't know what I wanted to major in. At the time, I just wanted to be in a band. Like, I was in a band, and that's all I wanted to do. Hell yeah, brother. And so... uh. But I got scholarships because my grade to go like a few years to community college and just do the AA. And so while I was at college, I never got to the point in college where you were studying the thing you liked, the thing you wanted to be there for. I just went to college and did more high school, more math, more English. Mm -hmm. And so I got my AA and I got married and I just was like, screw this. You know what I mean? And then. I'm really glad that it worked out for me, but like, I just didn't, I, I really think that that was why, because it's funny because like one of the things I tell my wife all the time is like, I love to learn. We've talked about that before too. I'll spend two and a half hours watching a video essay about something that doesn't affect my life at all because, and then, and then I'll read articles about it and then I'll Google it and I'll be thinking about it for days or I'll learn a skill that has nothing like, just cause I want to learn it. Like when I have that desire, I love learning. I love absorbing information in multiple different ways, just like that would make you a good student just in school. I never got to that point where anything interesting enough. Yeah. The only thing that ever interested me that I really wanted to dive into was like Ocarina of time, like beating the whole game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I had, and this is kind of like the paradox of like growing up is that like you, I only ever had the desire to like learn and the passion to get good at things after like literally after I was out of school, like it was almost exactly once i was out of school that i suddenly was like yo there's all these things i'm interested in that i'm learning that i could i could pass a test on yeah. without studying because i was so intrigued and, and so into yeah. the stuff and uh yeah it's pretty fucking depressing yeah <laughs> because honestly like i i could have easily done what i did without me and without accruing over a hundred thousand dollars in student yeah. loan debt if i had taken a three-month like coding boot camp but instead, I got a business and econ undergraduate for four years and then went and got my master's for three years. And literally, like, the master's was a tiny line item on my resume. And what really got me my first few jobs was my GitHub and my Stack Overflow Damn. profiles. That was it. it. And it was just stuff I did. Like, my master's degree was... I got a 4.0 GPA in my master's degree. And I promise you... It was never relevant that's to me ever crazy. getting a job. That, and see, that's the thing is like, as much as I hated school, I am glad that I dodged the bullet of I got, uh, I dual enrolled. So I got some of the credits in high school and then I 
got scholarships for the AA. And so I, mm -hmm. I had a z zero dollars of student student loans because I was just like, I was, I was like telling my parents, I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know what I want to do. So please do not give me money to, or, or like make me. And then I, and then I diverted the conversation because I was like, instead I want to get married. And they were like, you're 19. And I was like, I know. And then it was just like, Oh God. Um, dude, I feel like something's got to change in the next yeah. I, I feel like when we are like 50, that's when maybe we will come to the, like as a society, come to the I hope conclusion so. that like everything's fucked and, and needs to change. Because what, what, when you're like 16, 17, 18 years old, what you should be doing is like, basically the kind of like internships but not working it's more like yeah, job shadowing like vocational stuff yeah. all the time anywhere yeah. at different places all over the place to figure out what you might want to do what you might be interested in but in instead it's you need to learn a bunch of very like um monolithic regimented yeah. here's physics here's math here's whatever you want to be a fucking doctor or exactly. do you want to be and it's like you don't know how any of this stuff applies. You yeah. don't know what it's like to do those things every day. Like it's so and fucking that's the terrible. thing is that like a lot of people and even some people in chat were like, I love that I got my degree. It helped me so much. Like I love school. Like it's not that that's bad. It's just that like you loved going to school and learning about the thing you learned about and it helped you with your career. Let's give more people that opportunity. It's it's not let's reduce it. Is it's if you don't want to do I want to like get rid of seven... post-rate healing IRL. Yeah, Post yeah, Post-high yeah, school yeah. healing IRL. Don't gatekeep me because your college was good. My exactly. college was... Exactly. You were interested in a thing that you enjoyed learning in school and that your degree helped. If someone else is interested in something else and they can learn it and learning that skill benefits society, that should be rewarded as well, right? So that you should be able to start that path earlier, master it sooner, and then become that productive member of society doing that thing that interests you earlier that that's what the the people that did enjoy school that's what they got it's just that i don't even think it's controversial to say that the, the way school works right now there's a relatively limited number of things that can interest you and that a degree can tangibly appreciate your value you know what i mean like yeah. you said you did all that and you could have gone to a coding boot camp done a, a lot of the same work and still got your foot in the door you know what i mean so it's like you know, what's the harm in allowing you to have done that, those things earlier in school? You know what I mean? So the more I hear, the more I hear people like getting out of college these days, because my my little sister um, is literally like about to graduate and uh, a whole bunch of other folks in my family, like cousins and whatever, yeah. have, have people around that age. And it's like people go to college. They get their degrees three quarters of the way through getting the degree. They realize they don't want to do that thing, but yeah. it's too late now. And it's like uh, something that this, there needs to be some sort of paradigm shift, I think, in figuring out like what kids are going to do with their lives. Yeah. Um, because with it wasn't a huge deal back in the day until, dude, this is like literally sounds like Tarkov. Until now, going through college, yeah, is the price of a fucking mortgage and a house, you know. And it's like, yeah, the IRL, just, MRE, and water bottle is getting more and more expensive. Yeah. So, so now, 
the, those four years is not just four years of wasted time figuring yeah. out exploring what you want to do with your life. It's putting yourself in potentially crippling debt. Yeah. To come out in a shit economy. Because yep. the goddamn baby boomers don't know how to Bitcoin on 4chan or whatever. And, you know, now Facebook. I can't think of any other weird. I'm trying to I'm trying to sound like out of touch. You know, it's funny to yeah. be like. I don't know. I, I lost I lost track of the Facebook the thread there. Yep. Anyway. Yep. Well, that. That that was that was good. That that took a turn. We got a little like micro Jesse story time of how terrible of a student I was. Yeah, put some more things on the list. Put some more things on the list. And then I need to turn this into a sample. This two hundred C dilution is equal to one part dicta. One part dicta. That needs to be your next like song. All your lo-fi like Carl Sagan, Neil deGrasse Tyson song. One part. The one part dick. Oh God, that would be so. Sick. And even though I went to college and dropped out of school quick, I always had a PhD. A one part dick. <laughs> Hell yeah, one part dick. Um, well, <clears throat> that's that's the stuff, boys. That's the stuff. That's the Tarkov news. That's the hot news. That's the story time. That's the one part dick. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think like. The sentiment is still excited for the changes, but just like like we said, it's hard to sit in the W in Tarkov when the other things are still there and then new things are coming. So hopefully they fix the invisibility thing. That um, felt like it came on really fast and they said they addressed it, but then it didn't really work. And so, um, but yeah. So uh, as per usual, this episode will go live on Monday. Uh, also, if you made it this far, just huge thank you. The views on YouTube have been going crazy. The pe people hanging out live has been going crazy. The downloads have been going crazy. Like, it's been awesome, man. Like, somebody asked me the other day, how many episodes do you think you'll do of the podcast? And I was like, I, we don't think that way. Like, like this was something that we started just to like do like forever, yeah. forever many episodes like this. It's really cool that we get sponsors and it's really cool that people are subscribing. Like this is just like, this was purely out of like enjoyment and fun that me and Veritas wanted to do this. And it's been so cool that you guys have been like responding to it and enjoying it. Like that, that are, those are some of the most impactful you know, I love YouTube videos. I love your stuff. Like, yo, I love the podcast because like those things are work. Like I am here trying to think of YouTube videos. I am, I am working, bro. But like this, like the fact that you guys share in the just pure enjoyment that me and Veritas get about just like talking about the games, talking about other just, games, talking about stories. Yeah. Is it, that's awesome. So the, the, like you guys have been crushing it. Thank you guys so much. Um, thank you for just putting us in the opportunity that we are here and it's been, it's been fun. So all the episodes is the plan. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Um, so yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty sick. So yeah. So this episode will go live. Uh, thank you guys for hanging. Thank you again so much to better help for sponsoring this episode. And we will definitely see you on the next one. Peace.